welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Grace Assembly of God Sermon Podcast. Grace exists to help people discover a life of purpose in Jesus Christ through discipleship and serving one another. If you would like additional information, visit us online at www.graceofbelair.com. Again, thank you for joining us and enjoy this week's message. I'm real excited today to uh, share God's Word with you as we go to Acts chapter 3, and the name of this is Faith is Powerful, Back to the Future. Faith is Powerful, Back to the Future. And I'm going to invite you to turn there with me, and online you'll see the scriptures that are scrolled across the screen. But this is the story of Peter and John as they went to the gate beautiful and there was a crippled man that was there. And I'll read this. And a man who had been lame from his mother's womb was carried along. I can't imagine what that would be like. Whom they used to set down every day at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful. The significance of this is this man, because of his condition, could not have access to worship God like everyone else. He was limited. In fact, he was prohibited by going to the very place that the other children of God, the people of God, could gather together, and he was limited. But what he did every day, they brought him there to beg for alms. And so when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he began asking to receive alms. But Peter, along with John, they fixed their gaze on him and said, Look at us. And he began to give them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I do not possess silver and gold. And understand, this gate that he was in front of was made of Corinthian brass. It was a gift of a very wealthy individual to the temple that the the artisan and the craftsmanship of this Corinthian brass, the gate was 22 feet high. That's your, our ceilings at home are about eight foot high. That's three times as high. It's like a, almost a two and a half story house. They were worth more than gold. They're weighed in gold. And that's why it was so, such a, a, a priceless treasure. And they said to him, we do not have any money to help you with. We don't have any silver and gold. But they said, but what we do have, we give to you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, walk. Luke, the physician, when he wrote this, he said, and immediately he was raised up his feet and his ankles were strengthened, and with a leap, he stood upright and began to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. Praise God. Now, I just want to tell you this, that Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, today, and forever. Now, faith in Jesus and the faith that comes through his name introduces us to what is normal in the faith life that God has for each and every one of us. It comes by faith through him. Often, 
However, our success and the Spirit of God, they war against each other. This is the way that humanity is wired. In fact, uh, in, the, in the 13th century, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas went to visit Pope Innocent II. And as he walked in to him, the, the individual, the Pope, and others were counting out large sums of money. And the Pope said to St. Thomas Aquinas, he said, no longer can it be said that we have, the church has no silver and gold. And St. Thomas Aquinas immediately replied back and he said, Holy Sir, but neither can it be said in the name of Jesus Christ, rise and walk. And friend, my deep conviction is this. During this time of the shutdown, I believe, I believe that God can use anything for his purposes and to draw us closer to the Lord. I believe it's not important whether we get back to normal or the new normal, whatever that is, but that we hear the voice of the Lord, what he's speaking to us, even this sort of enforced Sabbath, if you would, this time of stillness when we can't gather together. And what I'm hearing and what I believe the Lord is saying to me and what he's saying to spiritual leaders across the country is that God wants us to get back as the church, hear me right now, to making disciples who are all in for Jesus Christ, not being the consumer church, but that we have this faith in and through the Lord Jesus Christ as a powerful witness to the Lord. Can someone say amen? Praise God. It's getting back to what it's all about him. Praise the Lord. Yeah, God. Yes, praise God. So, The first thing I want to share with you is the power of Jesus' name. Verse number 16, and, and Justin Beavers is here. And Justin, I'm going to ask you to come up as I read this. God, Peter said, and on the, face, the basis of faith in his name, Peter was explaining to the crowd, they were in awe and wonder when they saw this man who had been crippled from birth, suddenly now he had access with them to the very close part that God allowed them to. He's leaping, he's singing, he's praising. And they said, how did this happen? And this is what Peter said. Peter said it's on the basis of faith in his name and in the name of Jesus, which has strengthened this man, whom you see and know, the faith that comes through him has given this man perfect health in the presence of you all. The first thing is this, friends. God wants us, I believe God wants us to get back as a church that there is power in the name of Jesus. Can someone say amen? There is power in the name of Jesus. Yes. Now, I... I have to confess, as a pastor during this time, we've all been scrambling. We've all been wondering, what does the future hold? The one thing that keeps coming back to me over and over with strong assurance, Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. He'll build your life. He'll build my life and the gates of hell 
will not prevail if we put our faith and our trust in the powerful name of Jesus. Well, this man went leaping, and, and he was changed. Just imagine what that was like, legs that were useless, and suddenly the healing virtue of Jesus Christ, you begin to feel life in those paralyzed limbs, and you begin to take that first step. And if you remember your kids or grandkids, those tottering steps, this man bypassed all of that. He went from not being able to walk in a matter of seconds of walking and jumping and praising the Lord Jesus Christ. And they didn't, when they said, come on in to the inner court, he, he didn't ask a question. They took him in and by the right hand, and they began to praise the Lord. And Peter said, this is why this is what happened. There's power in the name of Jesus. Now, there's power to save. There's power to heal. There's power to deliver. There's power to set you free. There's power to change you. Power to give your deepest longings. Power to bring you into relationship with Jesus Christ. All because of what he's done when we believe in his name. Now, Justin, in just a few moments, I, I, I'm, ask, I'm asking him to read his Facebook testimony. And let me, Justin, I just want to look at you. I said, Justin, you're, it seems like you're growing taller or I'm, sh I'm getting shorter, but I remember you when you were just this high. And I remember those, those wide eyes and that little kid and all that, and your mom and dad would bring you to the, the church, and, but something happened. And we don't have to go into all the things that happened, but you got away from the Lord. And I remember, I remember your sentence, and I'd visit, you, I'd visit you in the Harford County Detention Center, and I'd pray, and the only assurance I had that was God is faithful. And I know there are people in this church that prayed for you every day for years and years and years and years. And all of a sudden, you started showing up a few months ago, and, and you've been growing in the Lord, and I just want you to read your testimony, and I want everyone to rejoice together this morning. Go ahead. Let me tell you all a little something about the one who saved my soul, snatched me up out of the fire, opened up the grave, called me by name to come home, delivered me from a life of violence, drugs, jails, prison, anger, resentment, depression, and just about everything else you can think of. He is mighty to save. He's always faithful. He's waiting for each and every one of you to give him your heart, mind and soul I'm telling you I've done a whole lot of stuff this world has to offer and nothing compares to living for the Lord of all creation yes Jesus Christ yes, Jesus come home call out to the only one who can yes. save your soul ask for God to forgive your sins we all have sinned sin separates us from God so turn your back on those things and walk with Jesus I can promise you, when you surrender to him, your life will change. He's right here waiting for you. We should love Jesus and give him everything because he first loved us. Yes, praise God. Justin, that's so, I'm going to clap. Let's clap to the horn. Yeah, that's so good. Thank you so much. I, I wish I could hug you. <laughs> that's coming. Yeah, God bless you. 
Yeah, I got a text last night from Justin. He said, Pastor Paul, I want to be baptized. When's the next water baptism? I'm telling you, I love it when people have an encounter with Jesus Christ. Just take a moment right now. Just think of the mental picture of when you first encountered Jesus Christ. How many can do that? Just blink your lights or something. Just remember when you had that first encounter with Jesus Christ. For me, I was six years old. My mom and dad prayed for me, and we did family devotions, and they took me to church. And, but it was one night at a revival service, and the speaker gave an invitation to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, to have your sins washed away by the blood of Jesus. And I remember as a six-year-old, for the first time in my life, I just felt that I needed Jesus in a real way, a personal way to do something. And I'm this little six-year-old kid, and I went to that altar, and I cried tears and the more I cried, the cleaner I felt. How many know what I'm talking about? That's called repent, repentance and coming clean in Jesus Christ and owning up and saying, Lord, we need you. Repent is a biblical term. Can someone say amen? Can, is there an amen? Yeah, it is a biblical term. It is the doorway. It's when we recognize that we can come to the Father through Jesus Christ and He will forgive us and wash us white as snow. The second thing I want to share with you today is there's faith in the name of Jesus. Peter and John said, look at us. And he said, we don't have silver and gold, but such as we have, we give to you in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. Now, something took place inside of that crippled man. Something took place. Maybe he'd heard the testimonies of the miracles of Jesus. But when they said, look at us, and he looked at them, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise and walk. And I want to encourage us, friends, that when God puts faith in our heart, when we have that directive, that command, and the Lord says today, look at me, trust in my name. I'm your all in all. I'm your everything. Trust in me. We can reach out to the Lord, and the Lord will do something inside of us that will change our life forever and ever and ever and give us access and a personal relationship with God where he's our heavenly father. Praise his name. And they said, this is, this is what they talked about. And, and then in 14 and 9, later on, uh, Paul also prayed for someone. And this man was listening to Paul as he spoke, who, when, he had, when Paul had looked at, fixed his gaze on him, and he saw the faith, he saw that he had the faith that he made well. When Jesus ministers to our heart, that moment, and he says, believe me, that's the moment that we reach out in faith to the Lord. And so they talked about faith in this name, and they said in verse 14, he's the holy and the righteous one. He's the prince of life. He's the resurrected one. He's God's Christ, God's servant. The writer to the Hebrews said this in Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, that in these last days, God has spoken to us by his son. 
Former days he spoke to us through the prophets, but now he's spoken to us through his son, Jesus Christ, who is the exact representation of God, who has been made in all ways like he has, and he has inherited all things from the Father. And Paul wrote in the book of Ephesians that all things are subject to Jesus Christ for the church. Can someone say there's power in the name of Jesus? Praise his name. I, I, folks, I'm going to share my heart. I really believe that the important things is not trying to figure out what people want and how more Christians will come to church, but getting close to God and what does God want from you and me in this hour as we move forward. Praise his name. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. The power that raised him up is the same power that is in us the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. What kind of miracles have you seen? I, I was thrilled recently. I, I, got a, um, uh, I heard from one of my nephews, and he's not the only one, but there's, there's different ones that God has called to preach about someone that was healed of cancer, medically certified, healed of cancer. Just a, a young a man, my nephews, are they're all young. They're around 30, early 30s. Some are younger than that. Um, years ago, the Lord healed me through the ministry of my nephew right here at Grace Assembly of God. I, was, I wasn't totally crippled, but I had a life-altering, life-changing injury. And in the name of Jesus Christ, one night, God reached down. People were praying for me. And God responded, and a few days later, I was healed in Jesus' name so that I couldn't run before. I can run now. I don't run fast. I'm not going to do a foot race with anybody. But if I have to, I can run, and, and I can do what I need to do. That's the power of Jesus' name. Praise his name. And then there's power for salvation. In fact, Paul wrote in Philippians 2, 9, 10, 11, there's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved, and that God has given him a name that is higher than every other name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow of things in heaven, things on earth, and things under the earth. How many know that's a mighty and a powerful name? Praise God. That is the name of Jesus. Today, we heard from Justin, and I'm, I just... As I was uh, praying and just getting ready to share with you today, I, I remember last, I believe it was last fall, that one of the college young men that, that um, uh, one of our young men had been associated with at college, and he was wondering about the Lord. And all of a sudden, one night he came to our college age group, and he started asking questions in the parking lot with some of the brothers and sisters, and then he confessed Jesus as his Savior. How many remember, how many know who I'm talking about? Yes. And the next thing I know, when we had a night of praise and worship, I stood behind this big guy that looked to me like Goliath. I mean, this guy is ripped. I mean, he is something else. And, and he praised the Lord for hours over what the Lord Jesus Christ had done for him. How many know that Jesus is mighty to save? Praise God. He's still in the business of it. Yes. And if the Lord is not our help, church, what are we going to do? Listen, 
We can't keep meeting like this forever. How many, how many know that? They, I mean, I don't want to keep meeting like this forever, but I just want to ask you a question. Where, will your, where is your faith if the church is prohibited to meet? Where is our faith if the church is not allowed drive-in or 50% capacity and it's outlawed as it is in some countries? Do you know in the countries where it's outlawed, the church is outlawed, that's some of the strongest places for the expansion of the gospel because of Jesus Christ's name? Praise God. Now, I, I'm not looking I'm not looking for anything that, um, you know, Lord, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to pick a fight with the devil, but I'll just put him on notice. I've been at this thing long enough, and I know who wins not only at the end of the book, but I know who wins now in the strong and powerful name of Jesus, and Jesus is going to build his church. Praise his name. Amen. Yes. Now, faith comes through Jesus. So Peter went on to say, Therefore repent and return, so that your sins might be wiped away. Friends, I want to say, I, I do not care what our culture says is sinful or not. Uh, it's easy to cheapen life and, and righteousness before God. But everyone in our heart, when we sin and trespass against God, there is a weight that we carry. And when we come to the Lord, and it's not, we don't come to the Lord because we're a bad person. None of us are good to begin with. How many understand that? I mean, good grief at six years old. I, hey, the worst I ever did was steal a few cookies, and I'm still snatching like baked goods when no one's looking at our house, okay? But I hadn't sinned, but I knew that I needed the Lord. So God's word said, Peter said, repent and return so that your sins have been wiped away. How many have had the experience of God wiping away your sins? Just say something, do something, say, yeah, I know that feeling. He, he washed them all away. And he said this, in order that times of refreshing will come from the presence of the Lord and that he may send Jesus, the Christ appointed to you. There's a faith that comes only through Jesus. All right, here we go. Repent, return, be refreshed. It's the faith life in the Lord Jesus Christ. Come back to the Lord, call on his name. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I want to conclude with this. I'm going to have the the musicians come. In the book of Luke, there was a woman with an issue of blood. For 12 years, she had went to many, many doctors. They did the best they could for her, but the medicine of that day could not heal her. She was excluded from the ordinary life of that day because of her hemorrhaging. And she heard about Jesus. What I'm getting ready to say is that there is a connection between our faith and the power of Jesus. Faith is power. And she couldn't get to Jesus. 
If anyone had seen her trying to get to her, they would have said, no, you're unclean. Stay away. But somehow she was able to get up. This woman that probably maybe stooped over. And all these men are around Jesus. God wants us to know that whosoever will may come. It's not whether you're a man, not whether you're a person of power. Everyone's been made in the image of God. And she reached out and she, she touched his robe, his garment. And immediately she was healed in the name of Jesus. And Jesus turned around and he said, who touched me? And the disciples said, Master, what do you mean who's touching you? They hadn't heard of social distancing back then. They were, and if you've ever traveled in some foreign countries, I'm guaranteed they like, if you, if you have a space to seat one person, there will be about three people in that one seat on top of each other. And they were around him, and Jesus said this. He said, no. He said, no, someone has touched me because I felt the healing power, the virtue flow out of my body according to the faith. And he said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace. Friends, God wants us to know he's no respecter of persons. You might have the gift of healing so that people can be healed, but remember, remember that doesn't make us anything. It's faith in Jesus' name. It's faith so that we can believe him, faith so we can overcome, faith so he can take away depression, faith so he can take away bad memories, faith so he can lift us up on a higher plane to see him. It's faith in the strong and the powerful name of Jesus. Praise his name. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I want to bow my head, and I'm going to ask you to follow with me. Right now, what what do you have faith to believe the Lord for? What do you need in your life? You'd say, yes, Lord, I need you to touch me. Lord, I want your touch. Perhaps today it's you're in a situation and you don't know any way out. Perhaps you find yourself in a situation and you're far from God. Some things have slipped in your life. Some things have come between you and the Lord. And you say, oh, Lord, God, I need you. Lord, I need your touch. I need to forgive you. He will do it today as you reach out to him in faith. And the power of Jesus Christ will flow to your life. It might be a healing that you need the Lord to do. He is mighty to heal. He is mighty to save. He is mighty to deliver. He is mighty to provide in Jesus' strong name. If you have a need this morning, you're watching online, all I would say to you is just put in the comments and say, I need prayer for the following. If you want someone to contact you, uh, you can email info at graceofbelair.com or simply ask. We have hosts that are praying for you. Simply ask that, and they'll be there to pray for you. Let's bow our heads. Father, in Jesus' name, we love you. We bless you for the strong name of Jesus. I pray for every person who's heard your word today. Lord, God, that faith in you comes through you. 
and faith in you produces a power from God in our life. I commend each one to you now. We look forward to hearing the answered prayers in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. God bless you.